Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believed you could move through. Today, we are Sister Short, but here with me are Kathleen, Catherine, and Sarah. Catherine's mission is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their goals. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide. Sarah's mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. And me, I'm Whitney. I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. Now, we all go through stuff, right? Some of it is traumatic. And there's a saying that says, we grow through what we go through. Kathleen is going to lead us today through a discussion on how you can go from trauma to triumph. Kathleen. Oh, I love that quote. You grow through what you go through. And this is right up my alley today. I love being able to lead this discussion of trauma to triumph because, you know, anybody's listened to any of the episodes, they know that I lost my son to suicide, you know, 12 years ago now. It's hard to believe it's been 12 years, but over 12 years. And the journey it's taken to move through some of the most challenging experiences that I've ever had and most and most people would ever go through of losing a child period has been my experience that we can move from trauma to triumph and you can't just snap your fingers to do it and that's really what the discussion is about here today is that what how do you move through the traumatic experiences you have that's one question another question for us to discuss is what is trauma? You know, what's trauma to me, you know, doesn't have to be trauma to you. It can be, you know, something very different could be traumatic to you. You don't have to lose a child to suicide who's written a note saying they don't want you at your service to feel traumatized. You could lose an animal. You could lose a job. You could be in an experience that was on the verge of being life-changing, that's traumatizing, which means you could be threatened of your life being taken away, a car accident, uh, a possible rape, you know, any of that. And just for, you know, all of this might have some triggering emotions for some people. So know that, that we're going to be talking about trauma and that we're going to be adding resources for you as you start to move through what you consider traumatic. So please know that it may be challenging listening to this, and yet it, it can also be rewarding. 
So with all of that said, I have so much to talk about on this particular subject because it's what I do. I help people move through their traumatic experience. Yeah, I really feel like every one of us on this uh, podcast has our own experiences of trauma and, and all of us have successfully moved through the most difficult parts of that and created some kind of beauty from from the experience that they've had. One last thing, as I've said this on other podcasts, but I really feel it's worth thinking about as we progress through what I consider opportunities for you to become more aware of different things. When a beautiful pearl is created, a pearl is created from the sand rubbing up, the water, the sand, the friction, and it's created over many, many years. And oftentimes the pearl's not created at all. It is very rare that a pearl is created. And so you get to choose that all of these challenging, difficult, traumatic experiences could be the water, the sand, the, the irritation that can create the amazing pearl that you are. So with that, I open it up to my soul sisters here today. What would you like to offer in regards to traumatic experiences and how you really turn that into a beautiful life? I love that. I did not know that about pearls, that they were rare. I thought, well, I guess I knew in some respect because they're expensive, right? So in that respect, they are, but I did not know that. So thanks for sharing. It's interesting you said a couple of things that struck me. And one of the very first things you said is you can't snap your fingers, right? And it just magically goes away. And while healing can happen in an instant, there's a process for us to get to the place where sort of that instant where we are, and I'm not going to say over it or beyond it, but where we get to a place where we can see where we are maybe in triumph, right? Whether it is that first triumphant moment or we've strung together many triumphant moments and then it starts to feel more like a triumphant life. I too lost a child. I lost my one and only son at the time that we recorded this, we are about a month out from the 17th anniversary. So at the time this first airs, we're a couple of weeks before that anniversary. It will be 17 years um, in June. And at that point, he will have been transitioned for as long as he was actually here on earth. And that has brought a whole other set of feelings that, that I'm starting to sort of move through. And so I want to offer up sort of how I have moved to a place of triumph, what I feel is triumph in my life. And without rehashing the entire story there, are plenty of episodes <laughs> where if you haven't heard them, I would say go back and listen. First of all, go back and listen to all the episodes. So <laughs> if this is your first time, just go and listen. And, and you'll learn so much about each of us and the challenges that we have gone through and, and what we've done to overcome. But 
Where I started was simply coming to a point where I had to decide one that I was going to keep living, right? That I wasn't going to not be here. My son is no longer here. Now what? Right. So it started by asking the questions and I made some decisions that were about the life that I wanted to live moving forward, knowing that my life was going to be very different than the one I had imagined, which included, you know, college and uh, and college graduations and my son getting married and having his own family and being a grandmother and the things that are not going to ever happen now, right? So I had this one vision and the event meant I needed to come up with a new vision. And so for me, it started there. And I would offer that up to you, whatever it is that you're going through, making a decision and about what you want your life to look like, to feel like, to be moving forward, who you want to be moving forward. Do you want to be defined by that event or series of events, whatever the trauma, do you want to be defined by that or do you want to be defined by something else? Because you get to decide what that is. And once you do that, it really makes it possible. And I would say that is the big word, possible. It opens up the possibilities, the opportunities, the potentials, the potentiality of what your future can be. So start there. And then the next thing I did was worked on my mindset. It's like I had to change my mindset, my set of beliefs about the world and who I was in the world because I wasn't any longer that person. Right? Every experience changes us in some way, some small, some grand. And I had to change my mindset to go along with my new reality. And it is because of that that I am actually a part of this tribe we have, this sisterhood we have, right, is because I was changing my mindset and put myself in some spaces that exposed me to other people that eventually led to this Fab Five and this podcast. The other two other things and what's really interesting, and never is there a coincidence, right, So I spoke over the weekend and the theme of my speech was about confidence and being comfortable in your own skin, moving forward through life the way you are supposed to move forward in your life. And so my three key takeaways were mindset, memory, and mindfulness. And so I just spoke to mindset, right? You've got to change your mindset moving forward. And then memory. So this is about remembering um, for me who I am, whose I am. Uh, I am a believer. I am someone who is willing to take some risks and remembering, right, in my true identity 
who I am and not letting the things that I come up against keep me from moving forward. I heard this quote recently and it was obstacles. They're not roadblocks on the path. They are the path. The obstacles are the path. And when I look back over my life and remember everything, not just the experience with my son, but everything that has happened, every experience, every trauma, the big ones, you know, the smaller ones, they're all these roadblocks. They are the path that have led me to where I am and who I am in this moment. And remembering that, the successes right? The overcoming, all of that is like, when I hold, bring that up, it reminds me, it was like, you can get through this next thing because you have gotten through hard things. And then the last one is being mindful, staying mindful, being aware of what I'm feeling and how I'm interacting in the moment, in each and every moment. And I have practices that help me to do that. Yoga, meditation, journaling, all of the things, not all of the things, but some of the tools, resources that are available to me to help me to be in the practice of living in the moment and recognizing what I'm feeling, right? And I've gotten better over the years of recognizing when I'm out of whack, right? When I'm feeling out of balance and things are a little off kilter, I can get to that place of recognizing what's going on with me quicker than I could before because I practice that mindfulness. And so when I'm able to go, oh, that's what's going on, right? And as I'm moving towards this anniversary in a few weeks, when I'm feeling a particular way, I can go, oh, yeah, it's the energy of it's okay, Be with it, sit with it, and then you can let it pass. And so not fighting it, not resisting it and the such. So every experience is a learning experience and an opportunity for us to take one more step towards the vision that we have for our lives. But if you don't have a vision, right? And I've probably said this multiple times in in other episodes. If you don't know where you're going, anywhere will do. And so you have to ask yourself the question, do you want to go somewhere specific or is it okay just to end up anywhere? And then if that's your decision, that's fine. But then you don't get to kick yourself because you're not where you want to be. And so those are the strategy, I guess, and the tools that I've used to help me move from a trauma. And I've used it over and over again. The the real key part is that um, it is in looking back, connecting the dots that I was able to see. There's really a pattern that Mm -hmm. you've used, Whitney, to do this over and over again. Um, And so now that I'm aware of it, I'm able to actually put it in the place intentionally and not just sort of stumble into it. So those are my thoughts on this. Whitney, so many gold nuggets in what you just said, you know, to be able to summarize all that, I don't know that I can. So I really encourage 
everyone to go back and re-listen to what Whitney just shared because she brought up so many gold nuggets. One specific one, though, that I really find important to bring back to your attention is that moving through a traumatic event takes effort it takes willingness and you have to understand you don't have to do anything. I might invite you to start seeing it a little differently in the fact that the atraumatic event is part of your journey now. You are not going to be the same person you were before you had that traumatic event, nor will you be the same person you are the next time you have another event that might rattle your your cages. What's important for you and what we encourage you and invite you to do is actually step into the journey of moving through those traumatic events instead of carrying them along the way and let your backpack get heavier and heavier and heavier so where eventually you can't even move. Your body hurts, your your, your soul hurts, you're physically in pain, you're in dis-ease, you have all of these things happening, you're masking it with drugs and alcohol. There's all kinds of things that you do to avoid the traumatic event that you had. And what that does is just piles on one after another and after another. And it takes, from my experience, it took yet another traumatic event that was so traumatic that I couldn't even imagine living through before it happened, nor did I imagine living through it after it happened. But it took that for all the walls to be shattered from every other traumatic event that I've experienced in my life. So you continue to carry it, whether you know it consciously or not, until you actually face it, become aware of a new way of, of moving through it, and walking along a journey in a much more free, emptying that backpack and being able to, to walk freely. I think it's really important to remember it's part of your journey and you get to use it to your advantage when you've walked through, you've actually witnessed your pain, you're a part of your pain, you've expressed your feelings that you you understand that those old wounds are going to be opened up again so you can move through those. And then you start to integrate and start to realize that pain and pleasure is part of your journey. You just start to weave through it. Um, and then, then you find meaning. So it, uh, a pearl, just for FYI, a pearl is one in 10,000 oysters, or actually even more, but that's on the conservative side, one out of 10,000 oysters can you find a pearl in. So that was just a little tidbit for you to under, to see. You get to choose whether you want to be the oyster that has the pearl or not. I want to so be I'm the oyster curious. with the pearl. <laughs> the I'm just curious, man. if I pull up four oysters... And they all have pearls in them. I should probably go buy some lotto tickets. Huh? <laughs> I would. I would encourage that. But you're <laughs> getting a yeah, a big yes, a head shake there, <laughs> Miss Lucky Pants. <laughs> I love Kathleen that you brought up throughout the journey. There's going to be pain, and there's going to be pleasure. I mean, that is the journey. Right. And it's what we do with that, the meanings that we take from that, the learnings that we take from that. It's always going to be there, especially when you're, we all have missions in this world. We're all doing incredibly impactful things and work and our lives, our business, our family. 
And with that, that type level of stepping out and stepping into the arena, as Bernie Brown says, even more, expect even more pain and pleasure along the journey when you're out and you're living your dreams or you're going after your dreams at whatever level that is. It's just part of it. And, you know, there's a real pivotal moment for me in my journey of trauma to triumph. And that was actually not that long ago, probably like 2017-ish, when I was at a Tony Robbins event. And he had a very powerful exercise of, you know, where we wrote our stories of our life. And my story during that writing, I I can feel it coming back that that moment because it was so profound. But it was very much a story of a victim. And, you know, that story, even looking back, it was a way to relate to people and even maybe fueled a little bit of significance in that like love and connection. And, and so, you know, we, we've got to also be super mindful. There's a lot of things in this story that I'll unpack, but being mindful of our stories and our mind on all of the things that have happened along the journey that we've experienced and that we're going to be experiencing. And is that putting us really in a place of where it's holding us back, right? Because our stories will continue to perpetuate and even live out beyond in our physical realm as well, you know? And so, like where I was before was more of a victim-y-ish story. All these things done to me, right? Had a very challenging childhood to navigate. And then are our stories turning us more into a victor, right? Is it fueling us? Is it fueling our mission? Is it fueling our purpose, right? And so kind of step one is, what is the story, right? And is it empowering us or is it holding us back in some way, right? And so my story then, the first time writing it and was more victimy, meaning, you know, blaming everybody else, blaming everybody else. And then Tony said, why don't you write the story now according to God's plan? Why did God put this in your life? And everything effing changed in that moment for me. Everything. I was bawling, crying. (laughs) Literally, like, the staff is like, are you okay? But it was so profound of a shift of story and thinking, like 30-some years of story and thinking, to why did God put this situation in my life and what are the blessings? What are the gifts in the trauma? What are the blessings? What are the gifts in the trauma? And it was just so powerful to begin to see just the story that I'd been carrying and the gifts in a a challenging situation. And why I am who I am because of that. And because of the trauma and the perseverance of me, 
of who I am, there's no way in hell I would have gotten through the last four years of getting my business off the ground because of all of the perseverance that it has taken for that. And one of the challenges for me uh, for a long time coming out of a challenging childhood and dealing with a lot of different dynamics. So one of the things that came out of that for me and shifting that story in my mind, you know, that was like the first step to it, right? Is, is finding the gifts in our trauma. And that has become one of my guiding principles, guiding values in life. I just remembered. I did not feel Oprah says it best. Oprah's billion dollar brand came down to like three statements. I see you. I hear you. And what you say matters to me. I see you. I hear you. And what you say matters to me. Let's just say I did not feel like that growing up as a child. I did not feel like that into my teenage for my family. So that created quite a bit of low self-worth, quite a bit of not enoughness. And that is and was my personal, for lack of a better word, battle with myself. I see you, I hear you, and what you say matters. And that fuels so much of what the meaning of my business is, the meaning of my life, because I didn't have that growing up. And I want to create that so bad for people. And again, once I got into action with the business that I really wanted, Whitney, you were speaking to this, getting into action, right? And I devoted a whole lot of resource investment to my own personal healing time. That will be a continuous journey. But once we start to get into action and we start to go after the things that we want, and we essentially turn this mess into a mission, you just start to heal. And I've had to confront things too. I've had to have super challenging conversations that I didn't want to have, but I had them. And that creates healing. There's a beautiful Hawaiian prayer and uh, spiritual healing called Ho'opono, which there's beautiful meditations. And that is a forgiveness and a healing prayer. So there's lots of different things out there. There's ayahuasca, which some of us um, have used as part of our healing journey as well. So there's a lot of different things. And I feel like it's super powerful when you begin with the awareness, the awareness. It became very clear to me how my trauma was affecting me because of how I was who I was in intimate relationships and who I was also going for. (laughs) That's a whole other uh, show, but it was just a reflection of my pain and repeating abuse in relationships and repeating codependence and like, you have to do this to make me happy. No, like the happiness is from within. And when we build, create the awareness, when we see things for truly how they are, right? And I was like numbing out, numbing my pain with all different sorts of things along the journey as well. You start, you go, okay, something is off. 
right? And let me figure this thing out. So I think awareness, a shift in story in that there's, God, Whitney and Kathleen, you experience the worst of the worst in losing a child. And the fact that you both can create a mission around that and do the beautiful work that you do, it is just like, there's no excuse for any of us (laughs) to not see some gift, some meaning where you can carry that forward into a purpose and being in action around that and being with amazing, beautiful people that have your back and love you and lift you up. Those for me are key ingredients of trauma to triumph. Again, so much gold. (laughs) I mean, thank you, Catherine, for all of your vulnerability and your willingness to share. And I mean, what you say is, I see you, I hear you, and what you say matters is so important when you're moving through a grieving journey, a healing journey from any traumatic uh, experience, you know, action, inaction is action. You know, the first step is to step into the willingness to to start to know that there can be something different. Just you have to move through some of the experiences that you've had. And oftentimes you have to do that with community. You know, whether that community is with a coach, support group, fellow friends that have experienced it, whatever it is, you know, really surround yourself. You know, you said take action, community, and how you create a new awareness is by seeing your stories differently. Sarah, would love to hear what you have to share about this experience of trauma and trauma to triumph. Well, first off, I want to thank each of you beautiful women for sharing so vulnerably the deepest and and some of the darkest moments with the audience. And, and you share just out of pure love for others and their journey of healing. And so I, I admire each of you for that. And thank you for this space and time for everybody to do that. Um, and Kathleen, I want to give you credit for giving me more credit than I deserve because we all know I'm a great stuffer and mine isn't a backpack. It's a rucksack. If you don't know what a rucksack is, look at the next military guy around the corner, (laughs) that big old thing that he has on his back. That's usually what I carry around. And I'm grateful for the angels that have shown up over and over and over. And they started when I was really young. And it's one thing that through all of the trauma to triumph was in in those moments, there was always an angel with me. You know, it was my childhood best friend's mother, who was a protector indefinitely for me. She kept me weekend after weekend after weekend, weekday. I can't count the number of times that she sent me to school with a packed lunch because she was the one packing lunches. Nobody else was. My aunts, you know, they were such amazing advocates and strong angels. My protectors, they were sometimes the voice that I couldn't use um, to, to step in and help. And all of the others, I've been recognizing them as I've gotten older. And just this deep awareness of of who those mostly women 
were along the way that gave me the strength to maybe put it in my rucksack. My rucksack needed to be filled a little bit. I needed to keep moving some days. I needed to keep control so that I could grow in that moment. And I needed to keep control of that space. That's just how I made it through maybe that time. But as I've gotten older and that rucksack got heavier and thicker and bigger and broader, it did wear me out and it became too heavy to care carry any longer. And so I spent a lot of time unpacking and I've had the pleasure to unpack with some of the most beautiful spiritual healers on the planet. And I've been guided and given the gift of healing and given the opportunity of recognition and honoring what occurred as an opportunity, just like you all have said. And I think there's so much all of you have shared, but Whitney, when you talked about like talking about it and sharing it, that is been part of the healing is because I could stuff that rucksack really good. (laughs) We know I'm the best stuffer. So, (laughs) and I never lied. But for me, part of what I discovered along the healing journey was there were a lot of things I wasn't pulling back up. So I wasn't hiding. I wasn't trying to trick the world. I wasn't, I had gotten so good that I stuffed it really, really deep in that corner. And so allowing myself to speak on those things, speaking publicly on Beyond Your Best Plan and and being really conscious that this message and what I'm saying is going out to the entire world, not just a couple of friends that I trust. And being able to speak so that I can heal, but so others can heal too. Because don't we recognize ourselves in others? You know, each of you share a time of your childhood that I recognize. And I heal each time I hear you all healing. And so through the sharing and the verbal communication, you don't have to share it with the world, but don't keep it inside any longer either. Find someone safe to share with. Find someone who's willing to hear you, as Catherine said, and to feel you, to feel with you through that journey. I'm not asking you to become codependent in that, but whatever it is, find a way to share it. I would just offer you the opportunity to use your voice and to use your voice in true authenticity of what was really real. I've shared a moment. I don't know if I'm willing to share publicly yet, but as I started to kind of unfold the memories, wow, you know, wow, it was a lot. It was a lot more than I had even admitted and to myself. And so keep sharing because those things that I've tucked so deep, so far behind, there's another one behind it. And so as I unpeel the layers and as I unpack my rucksack and I keep on my journey and keep moving forward, just being able to share has been very important. I think we live in a world where we're always trying to create perfection. I know my Facebook page is all about marketing and what does it look like to everyone else? And so, you know, just being real and being able to speak your truth. It it is what it is, right? It is what it was. And, you know, Whitney and Kathleen, you guys do such an eloquent 
and beautiful job at sharing so vulnerably something that's so deep and so tremendously impactful for yourselves, but also for others. And every time I hear you do that, I know there's souls healing around the world because they're hearing you. Um, so I would just offer you the opportunity to unpack your rucksack or your backpack, whatever it is that you're carrying. Sarah, um, I think that we could be unpacking a rucksack pretty uh, parallel here. <laughs> I might have been unpacking a little longer, but uh, or more from a traumatic experience. Who knows? But whatever it is, uh, I was also the queen of of packing. You know, avoiding saying, you know, I can move through it. There's n nothing that was more neatly packed than that rucksack. You know, the neater you are, the more corners you can find to just shove that aside and just keep moving and keep doing and keep controlling and keep until you can't anymore. You know, you almost get to the space. I, I feel like I can sense this for you. It's like you only you almost get to the spaces you can't stop because if you stop, you are definitely going to fall. Yeah, because it's so heavy, you cannot stop. It. And when you do stop, you really are shattered in many ways. And or I am. And I don't want to just say you, but I was. You know. Well, I tucked that away in success. Let's be real. Yeah. Exactly. All of that was tucked away in the facade of success. Exactly. So you know, the more, like I think I've said it before again in other other podcasts. You've got to go back and listen to these podcasts, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> is that I was do, 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 because no matter what level of success I got to, it was not enough. I had to do even more to just to prove that I could be worthy of being in this world. And, yeah. and I, I don't need to go back and regurgitate that. But, you know, if you find yourself doing to avoid feeling, that might be an opportunity to sit down and start looking at the angels that are in your life. Like Sarah says, you know, there are angels along the, uh, in your life all the way through and start unpacking that rucksack. You know, the unpacking never stops. I will be as honest and, and straightforward as I can be with you. The unpacking never stops. It just gets easier to do and quicker because the more you unpack, the less fear there is of seeing it. And there's almost a bigger desire to explore it differently. The more you unpack, you start to become aware. You know, Sarah said, it is what it is, right? Well, I might say it is what it is until you become aware of what it isn't and what it may be, what it could be. You know, just this past weekend, I was sharing with the girls here earlier, and I feel like it's apropos to share it here on the, on the, podcast is that over the weekend, I had an experience of like, what is holding me back from stepping further into my journey here? And like, and I, you know, I've felt some resentment and anger and like the appearance of other people being really successful when I know they're not, but it's all over social media. They're like, they're like, they're this big success. It's a big facade is what Sarah said. It's all about marketing, you know? And so I really have stepped back from social media a lot because it was really rubbing me in the wrong way. I was impatient with people who considered themselves victims and couldn't see their way through it. And so I just had some stuff flowing around inside me. And I knew that if I was being that judgmental and that resentful, something's happening inside me. It has nothing to do with anybody else. 
And so I was willing to step into yet another journey of exploration of saying, okay, what occurred in my childhood that I could see a little differently for me to be able to step into this journey differently? And there was an experience where, you know, a bunch of kids were swearing as a kid and I was younger, was three years younger. And I knew, I remember the feeling I had is like, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to because everyone else is. So I said the F word along with them. My older sister went running in, complained to my mother and which, whatever, we're all kids, right? Like, so no blame on her. We're all doing it. She started it, but of course there is a little blame going on here, but anyways. Mom, she started it. Yeah. And so that's exactly the conversation that happens. Like, mom, she started it. They're all saying it. Why can't I? You, You know, all that stuff. Well, I got punished. I can't remember if I got soap in the mouth or not, but I did get punished. I got sent to my room. The next thing I remember is I'm crying in my room, being very angry at the world. And I hear them all packing in the car saying, let's go get ice cream. So one at a time, you have five other kids packing the car, all excited about going to get ice cream. The moms get in the car and they drive away. They forgot me in my room. Now, that has created a story in my head that who knows what it was, but there was resentment, anger, you know, all of the, the emotions, blame, all the emotions that I just talked about until I realized that in that moment, because I chose to follow someone else's path, even though my internal path, my internal guidance was saying, don't do it. I chose to follow someone else's guidance, even though I knew it wasn't right. And I got left behind. So when you choose to follow someone else's guidance, you choose to avoid your pain, you choose to control your life, you're choosing to give up your power. And what all of us are encouraging you to do right now is step into your power. Let us be the light on the bridge for you. So where you feel you can step onto that bridge, let us take your hand and walk with you along your journey. Just let us do that. Because we know that you have the ability. It's you that gets to make the choice of taking that action. Now, that was my closing remarks, but I'm not sure if anyone else has anything else they want to share. Just one last thing before we hand it back over to Whitney. I just will add in the journey, healing takes time. Forgiveness takes time. And it's possible. It is absolutely possible. There was a time not that long ago where I was filled with resentment, anger. I felt just this constant sort of ache of loneliness. It was just this constant thing inside of me for a, for like my whole life. Resentment around to people that I wanted to love, like I wanted to love. And I will say with very intentional tools to heal, I do not feel that way anymore. There's little times it creeps in, but it is not constant. It is possible. It is intentional though. This isn't something, 
you know, this is a intentional process of healing, of forgiveness, and it's a release to freedom. So I wanted to just, it is possible. And that, you know, you talked about that, Whitney, you know, what is possible for the future? And guess what the other side effect is? That mean girl voice that was super loud for a long time in my life. She's pretty damn quiet these days. She creeps in every once in a while as well, but I know what it is. It doesn't cut me. It doesn't affect behaviors. So even the mean girl voice gets more quiet the more we heal and we forgive and it is all possible. It's like you become more curious, right? Versus attached to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. This episode was so full of wisdom. It was so rich. There's no way. (laughs) I think Kathleen said this earlier. It's like, there's no way to do justice in recapping what has been said. So my suggestion is to play it again and again and again if you have to. But I do want to share or just bring out a couple of things and the change your story. Be willing to change the story, to look at what has happened from a different perspective, a grander perspective, whether you are a believer in God or not. I'm going to say it from my perspective, put this, reframe this for your own perspective. But when I step up to a God level and look at the grand scheme of which the things that happen, I can change that story, right? It becomes one of the pieces in the puzzle, in my life's puzzle. It is... Again, it goes back to the point. It is the path. It's not an obstacle on the path. It is the path. The obstacles are the path. And we didn't say this today. We've said this before, right? Life is happening for us. It's not happening. It's it's not happening to you. Don't ask the question. As much as we say, be curious, the curiosity is in, why is this happening to me? Look at it happening for you. And what can you get from, take from? And then the one, the the unpacking never stops. Rucksacks, backpacks, you know, U-Haul trucks, whatever it is, right? The unpacking never stops. And I think if we will remember that piece right there, right? It never stops we can stop looking for the perfection to begin, which creates its own set of suffering, right? I should be further along. I shouldn't be feeling, you should be feeling whatever you are feeling in this moment. That's what you're supposed to be feeling. Feel it so that you can move through it. You can't if you're resisting it. So I'm going to stop there, go back, listen again. I took like three pages of notes from listening to you guys. Again, it's such wisdom, such richness here. 
And we hope that you got something out of this episode as well. We would love to hear from you if you would be interested in sharing how this episode or for that matter, any episode has been a blessing to you, has been a benefit to you, has helped you move through some of the trauma that you've had and helped you move to triumph. We would love to hear from you. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Beyond Your Best Plan family. And until next time, keep triumph. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.